Good afternoon, hello, 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 and welcome, welcome to a new month and a new book. So, after the Midnight Gang, we had quite a few requests for the Famous Five. Now, I used to love the Famous Five stories when I was a child. And do you know what? My mum used to love them as well when she was younger. (laughs) That's how old they are. Oh, my goodness. But they are amazing books and there's lots and lots of them in the whole series. So I've decided to start on chapter uh, chapter one of the first book. Um, of the famous five and it's called five on a treasure island so first of all it's a pinch and a punch for the first of the month so there you go (laughs) so welcome to february and welcome to the world of the famous five chapter one a great surprise mum have you decided about our summer holidays yet said julian at the breakfast table Can we go to Polseath as usual? Oh, I'm afraid not, said his mother. They're full up this year. The three children at the breakfast table looked at one another in great disappointment. They loved the house at Polseath and the beach was perfect for swimming. Cheer up, said Dad. We'll find somewhere else just as good for you. But Mum and I won't be going with you this year. Did Mum tell you? No, said Anne in surprise. But you always come with us on our holidays. Well, this time Dad and I have planned to go to Scotland, said Mum. Just the two of us. You're all old enough to look after yourselves now and we thought you'd love the chance to have a holiday on your own. But now that you can't go to Polseath, I don't really know where to send you. What about Quentin, said Dad suddenly. Quentin was his brother, the children's uncle. They had only seen him once and had found him a bit scary. He was a very tall, frowning man, a clever scientist who spent all his time studying. He lived by the sea, but that was pretty much all that the children knew about him. Quentin, said Mum. What made you think of him? I shouldn't think he'd want the children messing about in his little house. Well, said Dad, I bumped into Quentin's wife in town the other day and I don't think things are going too well for them. Fanny said she's thinking of getting a lodger for a while to bring a bit of money in. Their house is by the sea, you know. It might be just the thing for the children. Fanny's very nice. She'd look after them. Yes. And she has a child of her own too, said Mum. What's her name? Something unusual. Uh, Yes, Georgina. How old would she be? About 11, I should think. Same age as me, said Dick. It's strange to think we've got a cousin who we've never met. She must get lonely all by herself. I mean, I've got Julian and Anne to play with, but Georgina is just one on her own. I bet she'd be glad to see us. Well, your Aunt Fanny said that Georgina would love a bit of company, said Dad. 
You know, I really think that would solve the problem. If we ring Fanny and arrange for the children to go there, it would help Fanny, I'm sure, and Georgina would love to have someone to play with in the holidays, and we'd know that our three were safe. The children began to feel excited. It would be fun to go to a place they had never visited before and stay with an unknown cousin. Are there cliffs and rocks and sandy beaches there? asked Anne. Is it a nice place? I don't remember it very well, said Dad, but I'm sure it's an exciting place. Anyway, you'll love it. It's called Kiran Bay. Your Aunt Fanny has lived there all her life and wouldn't leave it for anything. Oh, Dad, ring them right now and ask them if we can go there, cried Dick. Please, I just feel as if it's the right place somehow. It sounds sort of adventurous. Oh, you always say that wherever you go, said Dad with a laugh. All right, I'll ring up now and see if there's any chance. They'd all finished their breakfast, but they waited while Dad went out into the hall to telephone. I hope it's all right, said Julian. I wonder what Georgina's like. Funny name, isn't it? More like a boy's than a girl's. So she's 11, a year younger than I am. Same age as you, Dick, and a year older than you, Anne. She ought to fit in with us, all right? We'll have lots of fun. Dad came back in about ten minutes' time, and the children knew at once that he had good news. He smiled at them. Well, that's settled, he said. Your Aunt Fanny's delighted about it. She says it will be good for Georgina to have company, because she's such a lonely little girl, always going off by herself. And she'll love looking after you all, only you'll have to be... Very careful not to disturb your Uncle Quentin. He's working very hard and he isn't very good-tempered when he's disturbed. We'll be as quiet as mice in the house, said Dick. When are we going, Dad? Next week, if that's all right with Mum, said Dad. Mum nodded. Yes, she said, there's nothing much to get ready for them, just swimming costumes and jumpers and jeans. They all wear the same. Oh, it'll be lovely to wear jeans again, said Anne, dancing around. I'm sick of wearing my school uniform. I want to wear jeans or a swimming costume and go swimming and climbing. Well, you'll soon be doing it, said Mum with a laugh. Remember to put ready any toys or books you want, won't you? Not many, please, because there won't be a lot of room. Anne wanted to take all her 15 teddies with her last year, said Dick. Do you remember, Anne? That was funny. No, it wasn't, said Anne, going red. I love my bears, and I just couldn't choose which to take, so I thought I'd take them all. There's nothing funny about that. (laughs) And do you remember the year before Anne wanted to take the rocking horse, said Dick with a giggle. Mum chimed in. Hmm, you know, I remember a little boy called Dick who put aside one teddy bear, three toy dogs, two toy cats and his old monkey to take down to Polseath one year, she said. It was Dick's turn to go red and he changed the subject at once. Dad, are we going by train or by car, he asked. By car, said Dad, we can just pile everything into the boot. Well, what about... Tuesday. That would suit me, said Mum. We could take the children down, come back and have plenty of time to do our own packing and set off for Scotland on the Friday. Yes, we'll arrange for Tuesday. 
So Tuesday it was. The children counted the days eagerly and Anne marked one off the calendar each night. The week seemed to pass very slowly, but at last Tuesday did come. Dick and Julian, who shared a room, woke up at about the same moment and stared out of the nearby window. It's a lovely day, cried Julian, leaping out of bed. I don't know why, but it always seems very important that it should be sunny on the first day of a holiday. Let's wake Anne. Anne slept in the next room. Julian ran in and shook her. Wake up, it's Tuesday and the sun's shining. Anne woke up with a start and smiled at Julian happily. It's come at last, she said. I thought it never would. Isn't it an exciting feeling to go away on holiday? They set off soon after breakfast. Their car was big, so it held them all very comfortably. Mum sat in front with Dad and the three children sat behind, their feet on two suitcases. In the boot were all kinds of odds and ends and one small trunk. Mum was sure they had remembered everything. Along the crowded London roads they went, slowly at first, and then as they left the town behind, more quickly. Soon they were right into the open country, and the car sped along fast. The children sang songs as they always did when they were happy. Are we picnicking soon? asked Anne, feeling hungry all of a sudden. Not yet, said Mum. It's only eleven o'clock. We won't have lunch till at least half past twelve, Anne. Oh, Mum, said Anne, I can't hold out till then. Mum handed her some chocolate and she and the boys munched happily, watching the hills, woods and fields as the car sped by. The picnic was lovely. They had it on the top of a hill in a sloping field that looked down into a sunny valley. Anne didn't really like a big brown cow which came up close and stared at her, but it went away when Dad told it to. The children ate ravenously and Mum said that instead of having a picnic tea at half past four, they would have to go to a cafe somewhere because they'd eaten all the tea sandwiches as well as the lunch ones. What time will we reach Aunt Fanny's? asked Julian, finishing the very last sandwich and wishing there were more. About six o'clock with luck, said Dad. Now who wants to stretch their legs a bit? We have another long drive in the car, you know. The car seemed to eat up the miles as it purred along. Tea time came and then the three children began to feel excited all over again. We should watch out for the tea, sea, sorry, said Dick. I can smell it somewhere. He was right. The car suddenly topped a hill and there was the shining blue sea, calm and smooth in the evening sun. The three children gave a yell. There it is! Isn't it gorgeous? Oh, I want to swim this very minute. Only 20 minutes now before we're at Kiran Bay, said Dad. We've made quite good time. You'll see the bay soon. It's quite a big one with a funny sort of island at the entrance of the bay. The children looked out for it as they drove along the coast. Then Julian gave a shout. There it is. That must be Kiran Bay. Look, Dick, isn't it lovely and blue? And look at the rocky little island guarding the entrance of the bay, said Dick. I'd like to visit that. Well, I'm sure you will, said Mum. Now, let's look out for Aunt Fanny's house. It's called Kiran Cottage. 
They soon found it. It stood on the low cliff overlooking the bay, and it was a very old house indeed. It wasn't really a cottage, but quite a big house built of old white stone. Roses climbed over the front of it, and the garden was full of flowers. Here's Kieran Cottage, said Dad, and he stopped the car in front of it. Supposed to be about 300 years old. Now, where's Quentin? Ah, there's Fanny. And tomorrow we will read chapter two, where they meet their cousin for the very first time. <laughs> well, I hope you like um, The Famous Five because I love it. I'm so excited to be reading one of my favourite, favourite books from my childhood. So, um, yeah, I'm just so happy that people have requested it because it meant that I get to read it all over again. <laughs> And I will see you all again tomorrow for chapter two. Okay. So take care, stay safe and bye for now.